Welcome to the Better Health Podcast, hosted by Diskem. On this episode about fitness, Yaku De Brain and Mapulendrovu dive into the benefits of exercise. Hey guys, welcome to the Better Health Podcast, hosted by Diskem. Today, we're releasing the power of fitness. How are you, Mapule? I'm excellent, and how are you? Thank you. We're going to be talking about our favorite Yes, fitness, nutrition. My name is Mapule Ndlovu, also known as Queen Fitness. It's a nice name. (laughs) (laughs) Suits you. Uh, Thank you. Um, Yeah, I was born and raised in Alex, and how I got into fitness, sure, it's, it's, um, it's one of those things where I needed an emotional release and I was going through a a space in my life where there was so much confusion. I didn't know what to do with my life. And at the back end, I've always known that I wanted to be an inspiration, you know, and I would just run just to clear my mind, have a conversation with myself and really think deep and just say, what is it that I want to do? Because I know I want to inspire, but I don't know exactly what I want to do. I've never been around people that really I looked at and I'm like, this is what I want to do. And 2012 on the 10th of March, which was on my birthday, I joined the group exercise in Alex. So I went just on a Saturday. They had uh, the institute coming to visit the gym. How old were you then, Mabule? So I was 22. Okay. I was 22. Um, and then they, they asked if I wanted to study fitness. Actually, they didn't ask me. They asked the owner. They were asking about me. Um, and yeah, that's how I actually got into fitness. Just from from that, I started and I never stopped. So well, you look amazing, by the way. Thank so, you. And thank I can you. see that you really love your fitness. And the same for me. Like for me, my name is Yaku. Um, I've been in the fitness industry for almost fifteen years now. Hectic. You know, for me, my journey was more than I've been a skinny kid my entire life, you know, and I always had this picture in my head. You know, when you go with your parents to the shop, the CNA back then, you know, you see all these fitness mags on the shelves and I was like... Also, you had that moment also. Yeah, it's like, I want to be that person. I want to look like that. And my dream was to always be on the cover of a magazine. Quick question. Were you teased when you were young? Because you were were skinny. Yeah, I think it was just a mental thing for for myself, you know. Yeah, personal Um, thing, yeah. A late bloomer, I would say. Okay. But... um, yeah, it just, you know, it definitely bothered me that, you know, I like, was eating, I didn't grow, I didn't understand, like, how the human body works. Yeah. But, um, yeah, so, I, long story short, went into modeling. I did extremely well in modeling. Okay. You know, it was um, after, you know, seeing this picture of being this inspiration and cover model, like, I knew that I had to, you know, obviously train and set myself goals to get there. Um, did very well in modeling. I did... Um, Mr. Pretoria won, did Mr. South Africa, uh, went to Mr. World, you know, so that's where the training started for me because I knew like I'm always in front of camera. I need to really look good and and feel good and be confident. And training was the only thing that really helped me to get there. Um, My dream back then was to be on the men's health cover, which I really worked hard for, um, trained extremely hard. You know, I've, I've won all of these modeling shows in South Africa. And eventually, when I had the opportunity to be on that cover, they told me that I was too big, too muscular. So that was my transition from modeling to fitness modeling. Uh, and um, I still had that goal to be on front covers. So it will be. Um, today, I've done almost about seven front covers all around the world. Amazing. Yes. Yeah, so I um, did really well in fitness, fitness modeling. My career excelled internationally. 
um, top five in the world for for seven years at WBFF. Nice. Um, always third, fourth, fifth, never one. Um, but yeah, you know, I think top five is, is a great, great achievement. So yeah, fitness is a big part of my life. You know, I love training. I love um, nutrition, dieting, food. You know, I think hey, you can dieting. relate. Yeah. But, um, you know, because I was given this opportunity, I really wanted to to create that platform for people around me as well, you know. Yeah. Um, I think that, and you can probably relate to that, I think everybody wants to look good. You know, if you're in a conversation, people always talk about food. People always talk about um, dieting and what to eat and what not to eat. But I think the lack of knowledge is probably the biggest thing. You know, understanding what works for you as a person. A lot of people struggle with so many different things. Um I've always gotten compliments that I looked good. But for me, I was in a, in a place from my upbringing. So I moved quite a lot. I've been to so many different schools and I've lived with so many different people. So that affected my mind and how I looked at myself and how I looked at life. And I, there was so much confusion. As much as fitness would be about how one looks, uh, for me, it was purely my mind that was not in a good state. Mm. And that's when the running happened. The running was just for me to clear my mind, have an emotional release, to really cry and let it go. And, and, just, let it go and be mm. like, surely there's more to life than just me chilling and not doing anything with my life. When I started running and I started being active, I realized there were so many benefits that I was getting out of being active. Mm. And to me, I'm like, if only I could bottle this feeling of how I feel after I work out and what it has done for me mm. and just give it to everyone. I think each and every person would want to be active, you mm. know? I, I think better, I feel good, I feel confident. Can you imagine that I still had compliments, but I didn't feel good? Mm. So it's really a personal thing. It's about, yes. it's a mental thing. 100%. There's a switch that, that changes as soon as you get into the lifestyle. You start seeing things differently. You start seeing yourself differently. Um, and like you, like, like you said, uh, with modeling, yeah. if, if you were not confident, it's not even about how you looked. You walk into the room and there's so many amazing look, looking people 100%. and that one that will stand out is the one that is more confident. Yeah. You know what I mean? I think it's also... Um, you know, people look at you and they they think that it's, you know, I'm, I'm talking to myself now, like, it's also not achievable. And I think that's where I really wanted to step in and tell people that, you know, it takes time to, to commit to wanting that body that you want. It takes time to understand the value of food in a, in a person's life. Um, and just having that confidence to actually go and train because I feel a lot of people, and you can see it in gyms, people, they, they don't really know what to do and they don't know where to start. And that for me was where I wanted to help and um, help people to achieve, you know, which everybody can do. You know, it's just the lack of knowledge on how to do it and just take them um, by the hand and say, you know, this is easy. Um, it's just, you need to be consistent and you need to, you know, Talking about consistency, yeah. my favorite, my favorite word, actually. Everyone that comes to me, I'm like, the only thing that you need to do is just show up for yourself. Yeah. I'm not asking for too much because yeah. I need to, I, 
the nice thing is the principles of fitness, you can use them in any aspect mm. of your life. A typical example of con consistency. It's consistency yeah. at home. It's consistency at work. It's consistency in your relationships, in your partnerships. Um, and being healthy. I feel like um, if you don't train, it takes a lot of your attention away from things that stresses people out in life. And especially in the world that we live in today. Um, you know, after COVID, I think a lot of things has changed. And a lot of people has fallen into a trap where how do I get out of what happened for three years in your life consistently? And we forget three years was a long time, mm -hmm. you know. Um, we look back now and it feels like ages ago, but um, I think helping people now to understand that fitness and health and training adds so much benefit for you to break away from anxiety, depression, you know, sleeplessness, all of those things that plays a huge role in, in everybody's life. Not everybody always talks about it, but for me, not going to the, to the gym is definitely a bad start to my day. You know, I have to, it's a big part of it. And it really helps me to stay positive and focusing on, you know, my businesses yeah. and the people that I also try to help. You see, the very same thing I was saying about yeah. the principles, being able to use them in the other aspects of your life. Mm. And um, also another thing is I always tell everyone that the body is the, just the cherry on top. Mm. The other benefits that we really don't talk about is we're in a, in a, in a world with so many chronic illnesses, mm. you know. Typical example, exercise is the best medicine for depression, mm. there's the, the cheapest event, mm. you know, um, there's diabetes, there's obesity, there's so many things that we, it's not always emphasized how important it is to, to, to be active so that we can prevent those things. Mm. Because you can still look good and have like, and your, and your cholesterol is high, mm. you know what I mean? Just because you look good doesn't mean you're healthy, you're the healthiest person. But I feel like that's where the, the nutrition plays a huge role mm, mm. because if you speak to the average person they wouldn't really understand calories and what they're eating the macro the um, macros. yeah and what is right and what is wrong from my world that i come from you know people think broccoli rice and chicken is the only way to get mm. to that and it's hard because it works but is it sustainable um that's why um, it's very important. That's why the word diet puts people off so badly because they always look at fitness athletes and bodybuilders and think that that is not achievable because they know what they have to go through to get there with, you know, dry and boring, monotonous food. Because whatever you eat often, that becomes your diet. Doesn't mean that when you're eating broccoli mm. and, and, and chicken, it's, you are dieting every single day. Mm. That aligns you to a certain type of eating habits. It's mm. either you're you're a person who is eating healthy, meaning you're on a healthy diet, mm. or you're a person who's not eating healthy, meaning you're on a bad diet. Mm. Regardless of what it is, it's just the word diet is every single day what you I think eat everybody thinks that is what diet. you need to do to lose weight. Yeah. You know, but you're 100% right. Like diet is just a general word of what are you doing throughout the day to get your calories in and how healthy are those calories, to yeah. be honest. So but even when people 
there's so much information on like we have social media um google there's so much out there the 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 knowledge is there mm. the only problem is the practical of it knowing what to eat is it's it's, it's easier mm. you know what to eat yeah. but do, are you eating it are you are you are you are you doing what you're supposed to do to align you to what's your goal yeah. are you are you following the right eating habits and i'm 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 an advocate of understanding how to just holistically eat for your skin eat for your brain function eat for not just the muscle because a lot of the times people focus too much on the muscle they forget the other important part where you see this person is looking good mm. but they they are moody they they they're tired energy you have taken away from the functional part you're not functional and the importance of eating healthy and being mm. active is to generate more energy and make you more functional and make you more productive and people don't always emphasize that yeah. it's all about how i look i mean you you could you could look good but do do you feel good mm. you know what i mean are you are you productive are you functioning is your sex life good is 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 your french are your friendships good are you productive at work are you thinking on the spot are you creative are you cuz those things get affected if you not eating oh, healthy sleeping patterns are bad because sometimes the diet can do that and not being active can do that not getting the right amount of calories also where people yes. people intend to starve themselves when it comes to eating um clean diet then you might might not have enough calories to sustain you throughout yeah. the day you know then that's where the lack of motivation also comes in to go train for example what would your daily um diet be like you see it depends on which phase i'm at if i'm trying to get smaller or pick up a little bit of weight muscle. um okay i'll say muscle hey, hey. there's a weight <laughs> well for the gains when i'm saying gain weight i'm talking about the gains um I would pretty much I pretty much eat the same things. I'll purchase only maybe add an, an extra meal. So my typical diet would be first thing in the morning. I have coffee. I, I have coffee all the time. Uh, I use it for obviously to. So that's where you get energy. your energy from. <laughs> yes, yes, exactly. That's where I get my energy from because I don't really use um, yes. supplements. Um, and then I would have my my oats, or I'd have like. my old brand or I'll just have scrambled eggs and avo and just the toasted bread what I actually really enjoy is the veggies and quinoa and chicken mm. I like to have the same I really eat red meat um I love fish and chicken uh my dinner would be a wrap yeah. so it's very simple I'll just alternate it But I can literally have oats at night I'm that person if I feel yeah. like I need more energy because I know tomorrow I'm about to do legs yes. so I'll I'll load on the day before and yeah. then on the days when I know that I'm not too active I will eat less I'm not going to eat yeah. too much because I know on this day I'm not trying to burn a lot of calories depends on the activity that I will be doing maybe I'm just dancing on that day mm. on some other days is because if I'm going to do like heavy leg session that's when I would eat yeah. more yeah So for me the same like I like to keep it simple because I also know how my body works and what works for me. So my yeah my protein sources are always between um I was chicken and red meat. Mm -hmm. Fish I'll only really bring in when I'm competing or really want to get into 
um, a leaner physique. Yeah. But I love red meat, so I really feel that it works for me and it keeps my, keeps me full. Um, I find it makes me bloated. Yeah. I think, I think it's, it's also my blood type, so red meat really works well for me. Obviously, that's also very important. Like, if you if you can find out what blood type, blood type you are you know these things really adds a lot of value on knowing what route you need to take on getting the best results when it comes to choosing and working out your diet and paying attention sorry to cut you that um and paying attention to how your body responds after you eat a a certain type of food like i absolutely love yogurt Mm. but i know my system doesn't enjoy that so so dairy products yes dairy product is like touch and go Mm. i'm not saying i should i'm one of those people i'm like i know i shouldn't be having it but it's not something that i'll have it all the time once in a while then i will have it because i know it's not it doesn't sit well and sometimes people don't understand why am i always bloated it's because something in your diet is it's not, not right, right with yeah. your system because what works for me might not mm. work for you like i said red meat for me doesn't mm. work but it it's amazing for you yeah. you know so one needs to pay attention to what they eat and what works mm. for them yeah um remember the training people train for different reasons mm. The sometimes you go to the gym, you look at someone, you're like, why aren't they body changing? And you, if you were to really have a conversation with that per- person, they're only training for their mind. Mm. It really makes them feel good. It really yeah. makes them productive. Personally, I was in a, in a place, like I said to you, I've always wanted to be an inspiration. Um, and the more I started training, it just made it easier for me to have conversations with people and inspire them to be more active. I used to hate my body, but I love it now because it's a conversation starter. It's mm. like one of those things where people see me like, hey, you you exercise. And then now I can help. I don't have to change a lot of people's mm. lives, but one person that I can teach every day will pass on the messages to other people that they will have conversations with on how the, on the importance obviously of eating healthy and being active it's, it sounds simple yeah. but it's not as easy because the the doing is that is the hard part um and think about the fact that you were saying a lot of people once they start exercising and they feel they need to recover they need to rest because their body is sore mm. Once you break that wall, I always tell them, once you break that once wall. Once the results come. Yeah, nothing yeah, can answer. stop you. You know what I mean? any person. You know, like I've, I've got a, a lady that I've trained, and she showed me when she, she showed me a picture when she joined me, and I don't even remember her as that person when I started training her for the first time. Um, and a year later, she's completely different. But once you see the results, that is when you don't want to stop, and that's what's so addictive. Yeah, and that's what I love and would do for the rest of my life. I wouldn't maybe be as driven to be a competitive athlete and step on a stage, but the lifestyle is what I'm addicted to now. You know, um, I still like to have a drink now and again and my red wine and you know enjoying a life and having a balanced lifestyle Holistic because that is kids. possible. And people also need to understand that you can't just not live and be on this strict diet and following the rules like 100% to get into the best shape of your life. Because it's all about balance. If you can balance, you know, I was my, my my rule is if you're super disciplined with yourself from a Monday to a Friday, then let go a little bit on the weekend. You know, you you deserve it because it can it can become very consuming. Um, 
selfish, you know, especially in my industry, if you really just focus on getting into good shape and you know, looking your best at all time, um, it's you, you forget about the people around you. So I think it's really important to understand that balance is, is, key. is key. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and another thing is the, the shift also with me happened when I wanted to just become a better version of myself, mm. you know, because we have a tendency of comparing ourselves with other people, whether it's aesthetic-wise or is work or uh, just material yeah. things. Um, and with that, I always uh, advise the people I'm around or the friends or someone who's who'll be showing me a picture or a video of someone else. I'm like, or saying they want to look like me. I'm like, no, my love, you don't want to look like me. You want to look like the better version of yourself. Mm. At the end of the day, you must understand our frames, our shapes are different. Mm. We will look good in different ways. And looking good to you, if I, if you look at me and you think I'm look, I look good, someone else might look at me and not think the same thing. Sure. Yeah. So you always have to understand that you won't look good for everyone. Mm. Yeah, I'm still guilty of that. But now I've changed my mindset. I'm obviously way more mature than I was 10 years ago. Um, now I draw my my motivation from that because a lot of people would ask you, like, who inspires you? And now it's not who, it's what, what? people do. So I look at somebody that's really been obese and lost so much weight. That inspires me because I know the journey and I know what it took that person to get there. Or it could be a youngster that's 90 years old that's competing for the first time and he's won his first show. You know, that inspires me. So that's where I draw my inspiration of. And I, that's why I really always want to add value and give back when it comes to what I do and what my passion is. You know, as um, everybody, like you said, has got different goals and, yeah. you know, different roots that I want to go in the fitness industry. Some people just want to look good and feel good. Yeah. And that's why I started. There's there's a fine line between looking good and feeling good because you could yeah. look good and still not feel good. True. The funny thing is, you know, when you work with a lot of people, there's people who have done surgery and they still don't feel good because yeah. when you have a conversation with them, you realize it's more mental Easy than way it out, is yeah. physical. Because yeah, you have done your tummy, you have done your bum, you still come to MEPS and say, yeah, fix this, fix that. Now that they haven't done, they, they don't know how to diet, they don't know how to train right. People always look up to me as a competitive athlete. Um, I've trained majority of my people to compete. Mm. But as I got older, you know, I realized that I've cut out a massive market with just normal um, average Joe that wants to look and feel good. Yeah. So I started the dadbot movement, um, focusing on any guy that feels like he's got a dadbot and not necessarily somebody that wants to step on stage and get super ripped um, and be this superhero figure. I wanted to put my focus now on men that really just wants to feel comfortable and understanding that, you know, that you don't have to look like me to, to live a healthier lifestyle, but you, can, but you can still follow good diets and good training methods. Now, the dadbot movement has really taken off and I've launched it last year. Yeah on new year's for that new year's resolutions uh -huh. and i think that yeah yeah so everybody was like yeah, i need to be in good shape 2023 is going to be the year yeah and um it did so well for me like i've got i had so many dads 
and not really, not just that. Just you know, I, I think the youngest was was nineteen, but he felt like he wasn't a dad bod. Um, but the majority of my clients were just corporate men and dads that really live a busy, hectic schedule, corporate lives. You know, they don't really had time or have time to go to the gym, and some of them got the most incredible results by not even going to the gym and just changing their diets and getting the knowledge on how to eat right on a daily basis. Um, people need to understand that, you know, there's little things that you need to change in your life yeah. to to look and feel good and, it's, it's, and it's, lose weight. <laughs> hey, the lose weight. There's people who even struggle to gain weight. Anorexia is a, is a really serious issue where people really – because they don't feel good. Mm. Someone looks at them, because they're skinny, they assume that they Scared feel good. Food. You're like, oh, you look good. This person is really not – they don't feel unhealthy. good because – and they're unhealthy, um, which is another part that we really also have to to educate people on. You'd yeah, that's a different – yeah, it's, it's, it's a different it's story. It's a body dysmorphia. Yeah. And I, I think this plays a huge – turning point for a lot of people when they actually realize that you know where the problem is coming from and myself being there you know getting a body that I always wanted really started consuming me because um, my focus was just on getting bigger and building more muscle um, I was on a talk show where this lady asked me do you think you have a problem when it comes to you know, just building muscle. Um, and it's called muscle dysmorphia. Like, just wanted to be bigger. And I realized that. And that actually was a turning point for me to to know that, you know, my goals on what I want to achieve is not necessarily balancing at that stage of my life because I had this picture and I just wanted to be this version and building more muscle. But I didn't have a balanced lifestyle and I didn't really understand why I was doing what I do. I felt like I was not represented. Um, I would go to the shops and I see all these magazines. And so you were on women, um, women's health, right? I've been in uh, three covers of women's oh, health. Oh, wow, that's amazing. <laughs> so, so I, I, like I said, I, I felt like I was not represented. And also another thing that I saw was you see this person on a cover of a magazine, you get to meet them in real life, you realize like you don't live and look like yourself on the cover. Mm. Like, I don't want that. I want to be who I say I am. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, and that was also another another motivation for me to just keep doing what I do. And for the fact that I kept exercising, I kept staying true to who I am, I kept being disciplined and really aligning myself towards what I desired and I wanted to achieve, that even, I mean, in two weeks, I'll be traveling to go rip, to go train people in Kenya. And then in three weeks, I'm in Nigeria. So it, it has opened doors to a point where I, I get to inspire people from yeah. all over the world now. Anything is possible once you put your mind there. I always say, if you've, if there's something that you think about and you consistently, repetitively do it over and over and over again, it comes. The, the result is going to come. And whether know, good or bad, whether good or bad. So yeah. people must understand: yeah. if you think bad, you're bound to get. 100%. If you think positive or do things that are positive that align you to the um, right direction, that's where you're definitely heading. Yeah. So. 
the principle, like I say, the principles are the same. It's the consistency, is the discipline, the repetition, um, and just pushing, you know, and just believing that you are getting there then yeah. focusing your mind on the goal not the obstacle right yeah. now because that's what be obstacles. yes yes that's what happened obstacles. with me so what had happened was um after i became a, a fitness instructor i started i had another bigger goal i didn't want to just be a fitness instructor i wanted to be a personal trainer. I wanted to be on the covers of magazine. I wanted to inspire more. But the position where I was, it was definitely not going to align me to where I was going. Mm. I needed to study personal training. So I would, because uh, I, I wasn't earning a lot of money, I I would start running. Remember the running change got me to a point where the mental switch happened mm. and it played another big role in my life In many, later on where I started running to save money. Like I would literally take my backpack at 3 a.m. and run to work, get there, work, do what I gotta do so I can save up money to continue my studies. And I mean, someone will look at it and be like, you're crazy, it's 3 a.m., it's unsafe. But remember, the, op the obstacle shouldn't be bigger than the goal. Yeah, your sure. goal is bigger. If your goal is to have that body, now choosing not to eat this, sh it shouldn't derail you from where you're trying to go. Mm. You must always remember that I have to do the things that will align me to the bigger picture, yeah. to the goal, you know. Well, so, yeah. Great. You can be very proud of yourself, not that. <laughs> Now I run by choice. <laughs> no, 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 not because I'm forced. So that's a good start. Everybody must know. Uh, yeah. It's Liz, you're talking about running, right? Um, so I've mentioned that I've always been a skinny kid, but the sport that I was extremely well at was, was running. So I was a long-distance runner in high school, and that's all I did because my dad was a runner, and he's done the Comet 14 times. Excellent. And his base was... Uh, 72 out of, I think, like 13,000 people. But um, my dad forced me to run, and that's all I did my entire high school career. And I was unbeatable in the 1,500 in my entire high school career. Oh, nice. Then I went to um, essays after matric, and I represented South Africa, and I came last. And that was the last time I've ever run in my life. <laughs> It's not for me. Funny yeah. enough, I didn't, I, didn't, um, I didn't play sports in school. Yeah, so I did, I did, I did a lot of sport, but um, I didn't. Yeah, I, I just didn't like being that skinny kid. And I think that's where my passion for, for lifting weights and training and building muscle came from. But um, yeah, I know the, the running thing. It was a big part of my life. So talking about starting now, we're going to move to our... My friend, uh, Zakira Khalik, who is an industrial psychology uh, psychologist and a gym owner, oof, and she does CrossFit also. I mean, she's a fitness coach. What an amazing person. So Sounds she's like going to be... a powerful woman. I know, right? Yeah? <laughs> Very inspiring. So she's going to be giving us tips on how to get started. Hey, Maps and Yaku, thank you so much for that talk. I'm truly moved and inspired. As Maps mentioned, I am a fitness coach, industrial psychologist, gym owner, and CrossFit athlete. And today, I just want to share some tips with you all. Um, hopefully, this will help you guys, especially if you are new to your journey with fitness. And the first thing I want to mention, guys, is that 
training can be daunting, um, especially if you haven't trained before. We scroll social media all the time. We see all these um, athletes going crazy, whether they are your friends or whether they are people you just know. Um, and I just want to advise everyone that training is a marathon, okay? You, if you are starting out, don't go too hard. Small, gentle steps. So this is what you should do from my perspective. If you are new to fitness, start out twice a week. Twice a week, a minimum of 20 minutes. And that is just taking a brisk walk around your block, um, going to a field, walking around the field, or even walking on a treadmill. After your body acclimatizes to the stress that training is um, putting onto your body, and as well as acclimatizing to the routine of training, then you can increase another session and increase your volume and intensity of training. Again, you are going to move gently into this. So increasing another session, uh, making it three times a week or increasing the time that you spend in the gym or spend training, maybe that's 30 minutes or 45 minutes or an hour, but go slowly, guys. Another tip I wanna give you is when you look at nutrition, it does not have to be boring broccoli and chicken as Yaku mentioned in the talk. Nutrition can be delicious, okay? You can eat whatever you want, but if you are on a weight loss journey, this affects the portion sizes as well as your calories that you're gonna eat every day. So if you are on a weight loss journey and you're eating 1,300 calories, obviously you're gonna to have to have less carbs, um, less protein because you are in a restrictive calorie diet, okay? If you are on a journey to gain weight like I am, so I'm currently eating 2,500 calories a day, then obviously your portion sizes are a lot more um, this is also difficult. A lot of people don't realize that, but eating more can also be very difficult because of the, the amount of food that you have to eat per day. So again, create and, and cook delicious foods. You can use your spices. You can add that chocolate to your meal plan. Just add it to your calories per day.